For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It is Friday, April 16th, 2021. Are you ready for this? This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva, Issa. Good to see you. I am in the void, <laughs> the, the cavernous space that is my brand new empty house in Las Vegas. So that's the echo you hear. I drove all night last night. I was tired as hell today. I took a nap though and I watched SmackDown and I wanted to make sure I was here tonight for my wrestling. What game. a pro. You are a legend, Glenn, for like doing this for us, you know? Well, there was a that Rock was like, oh, I don't know when we can get to fill in on Friday. You know, he likes to he likes to pull the guilt. Like, I don't know, man. You know, and you're not taking this that seriously. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know? No. Uh, actually, if I talk, uh, yeah, it'd be like, it's, it's, it's all good. I'm glad I got to work it out. But I forgot to even like how to log in on my uh, on my uh, phone. Like this just took a little work, but I'm here. This is not my final setup, but this is going to do for now. And uh, here we go to talk about SmackDown tonight, the first SmackDown after WrestleMania. So we're talking about this off the area. So, so you feel like this was kind of a filler show tonight? Yeah, yeah. It didn't feel very eventful. It like a must watch. Nothing. Didn't feel like a after SmackDown, you know, like after Mania SmackDown. I wasn't like, you know, there was a lot of people that were key parts in WrestleMania that weren't even on the show tonight. But that was also the case on Raw. So it just, I don't know. And I think the highlight for me tonight was actually Pat on commentary. I enjoyed him a lot. Really? I thought he was great. Yes. Yes, I did. I thought he brought a whole different energy. He sounded great. He was standing. He was like really into the action. It, it just felt very different and refreshing. I was happy. I was really, really happy to see that different vibe from that he brought into the commentary team tonight. You know whose energy reminded me of? And I don't know why I thought of this, but the way he talks and he would interject, he reminds me a little of Jesse the Body Ventura on commentary. The way that he was like, because yes. he was very authoritative. Right. And he was very right. clear to like chime in where it was like, and not only that, but, and now I'm going to tell you like this fact. Yeah. I'm put these guys over. Like he was more forceful than yeah. I think he comes across on his podcast or how he did in NXT. Like he sounded very authoritative. And that, that's what he I was. think of when I think of Jesse. He was great. I really, really, and I and I mentioned this on Twitter earlier. I was like, I think this is a great move for WWE to put him on commentary. He brings an audience. Let's start with that. That's what they're looking for, a different audience and different eyes on the product. But on top of that, he's comfortable behind a microphone. He's a fan. He has in-ring um, experience. I thought that he felt a lot better than the Monday person, but I do think the Monday person is transitioning from baseball into wrestling. That's like a whole different beast. So, you know, I just, I, I really enjoyed him. <laughs> yeah, it was good. But you know, it was interesting to that. I have to admit it was a bit of a swerve. I thought based on that opening promo with Roman coming out with his right-hand man, Jay Uso, uh, and uh, Paul Heyman, I thought mm -hmm. we were building a very straightforward feud between Roman and Cesaro, which of course Roman's gonna win. But would be a fantastic match. So I was very surprised that the main event was Jay versus Cesaro, and then that there was then Seth interfering, kind of continuing that because I think Cesaro versus Roman, like that kid, do very well at the pay per view because Roman hasn't had like just a technical 
more straightforward wrestling match. Everything has been so passionate, has been so intense and so fierce. Yeah, I, I, I thought that set was going to interrupt. I That's what I thought they were leading to the entire night because they replayed that swing so many times that I was like, they're just trying mm, yeah. to annoy Seth at this point. So I felt the um they they overshadow what was going to happen because I didn't I, I don't I wouldn't mind seeing Seth and Cesaro again. I thought their match at WrestleMania was incredible. And I just don't think that Edge or Daniel Bryan are just gonna be done with Roman that easily. I was surprised that they weren't even a part of the show tonight. Um yeah. But it was it was I, I, I felt like they put Cesaro in that position just to tease it and see how people will react to it. That being the internet, because we don't have fans in the arena anymore, <laughs> or maybe the yeah. screens on the Thunderdome. I don't know. And I do think that pe- this is something that people want to see. I don't want to see Roman Reigns on Cesaro's shoulder, but <laughs> like this whole swinging thing, I don't see Roman being that kind of like wrestler. I can see that in a more technical match. That being said, I who's going to be mad at Cesaro and Roman Reigns? Nobody can be mad at that. Yeah, Jackson Callens, 499 Super Chat saying, well, this is different, <laughs> LOL, Vegas, whoop, whoop. Jackson, I will see you tomorrow. It's coming oh. up mastermind what we're doing to this to this house. It's going to be exciting. I'm I'm stoked. I've been living in just like the tightest, most cramped town home that's got, it's basically like uh, all our storage inside. Like we can only use like one room functionally of it. So space is going <laughs> to be nice. I'm very excited. Uh, and yeah, Jax, we'll talk tonight after the podcast too to finalize those plans but they're calling the cesaro seth moment the most impressive moment in wrestlemania history do you think that's overselling it a little bit wait the 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 swing was that what they were calling it oh no it's an airplane i don't know what they're calling it it's not overselling it it was a it was a decent spot i say decent right it was good it just they just replayed it so many times tonight that it ended up annoying me so it went from like, okay, that was a cool spot to like, how many times do we need to see it? They even put it in the graphic. When Cesaro came down, his little graphic said, beat the wrongs with an airplane move at WrestleMania. And I'm like, come on. That's why I told you, I felt they were overshadowing something different here because that was mentioned. The UFO line, what was yeah. it? Unidentified flying um, opponent. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I popped for that. I thought that was funny. Um, it's like Vince just realized Cesaro could do that. Yeah. <laughs> people give me a hard time because I'm not wearing the hat tonight. I the only hat that I have nearby that I brought with me is like a white tangle hat, and I think this is uh, yeah with the light it's a little too much. But no, I I use our sponsor Manscaped, and about every two months I just shave my head because these are the times we're living in, and I look forward to getting a real haircut again, you know, and not just having to have all my hair the same way. Soon, um, soon. <laughs> yeah, soon. Hopefully, very soon. I got my second shot, so it's good. It's getting there. Um, but yeah, this opening promo was good. I mean, Roman continues to look it like good. a million bucks, but we got, I want something new. And that's what I think about when I think about the week after Mania. It's like, this is supposed to be the season opener, right? Like, here we are no, starting new stories. No. You don't think that WrestleMania different. backlash is just going to be a bunch of rematches? No, it probably is. I'm optimistic. You know, you know I'm trying to be. <laughs> I'm just think about it. It's like, we don't, could you, we're not that way. <laughs> yeah. But could you imagine though, if it was like, well, I guess we're going to see more of the same thing and they're going to do this and we'll do this match. Oh, but then, you know, we'll get these two guys in the match and they'll do a tag team against the two guys they're going against. Like if we're, if we get that cynical and dismissive, why are we even watching the product? Well, and that's why I stopped watching Mondays. So it's Friday. Right. I'm trying to be optimistic <laughs> and NXT. Oh my God. If you missed out, Issa, myself, oh my Alfred Kanawa, yeah. 
NXT Tuesdays on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So I'm off Mondays, Tuesdays and Fridays now. And uh, yeah, it's it was great Tuesday. That was such a good vibe. It was so exciting. Um, I had such a good time. And it was such a positive show. I think it's the most positive podcast we've ever done in the history of Wrestling Inc. And I and I and I'm looking forward to next Tuesday. And I have to say, for the shows after Mania Week, I think NXT killed it compared to SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, yeah. I think Stuff, NXT man. was the best show of the week. So what you're saying they weren't killing it tonight with Otis versus Rey Mysterio? <laughs> you know how I feel about that. And Rey Mysterio got it too. Like he freaking got the surprise roll up on Otis for the win. It's because have you seen those 2K promotions? They have Rey Mysterio yeah. all over him. So you know they're going to give Rey Mysterio a huge push now. They have to because he's all over the 2K promotions. That's what's going to happen. Is there a better superstar who is booked more poorly than Rey Mysterio? Because I feel like this guy's a wrestling legend. He's still a star. People still come just to see him. He's got fans that don't even watch wrestling but are fans of what he does. And they book him in the shittiest feuds and the dumbest storylines. I'm not a big Rey Mysterio fan, so you're probably asking the wrong question, the wrong person here. <laughs> um, because I did think that back in the day, I thought he was booked very well, but I'm not sure that that's what he's here to do now. You know what I mean? I think this is a whole different era that Rey Mysterio, I didn't think he was booked that bad on the beginning of his run. Um, right now, they just need they just need to turn, Dominic needs to turn on him. We need that feud. Yeah, well, I'll tell you with Ray, here's what I think about with Ray is that remember before he came back to WWE, I think it leaked out what he was making on the indies. Yeah. And he was getting an insane five-figure payday. I mean, the likes yeah. of which, I mean, just as his guarantee, in addition to whatever he sells, merch, meet and greets, et cetera, et cetera. Like, he is super over. And I think, uh, yeah. but, but to your point, like, it's, I'm having to remember why I love him so much because these feuds because he's, so he's the greatest high flyer i think in the history his style of wrestling he's the best that has done it in wwe in my opinion especially for his size um just because i'm not a fan of the man doesn't mean i can't recognize what he can do you know what i mean and he puts on such amazing matches but ever this ray wait since he came back no you're right this this run with dominic everything about it i honestly and if I had to go back into it, it's, it's that feud with Seth Rollins that lasted like nine months. Everything yeah. like from that moment has just been, he doesn't yeah, even feel like an actor. Yeah. Um, you know what it reminds me of is like, not the last season, but the second to last season of The Office, where it was like, I like these characters. I once really liked right. this show. Why am I still watching this given what they're putting on the air? You know, yeah. it's like, I just feel they need to reinvigorate him a little bit, but he beat, Otis tonight, and um, man, Sami Zayn. This was cool tonight. Sami Zayn getting a rematch against KO. Of course, it ended in a very long match. I think that lasted what three, like three segments. I thought it was great, but I mean, I guess they did the rematch at Raw too with um, Rhea and Asuka. So we're really getting WrestleMania rematches. Um, and of course, Sami Zayn is still amazing at what he does. His character is so good right now. Yeah. Seller Justin Lopez, 499, saying the show was lazy, but it was still easier to watch than the abomination yeah. that is Raw. I mean, hey, it was two hours. I hooked up my Nintendo Switch for a bit. I was playing some Fortnite. It went by very fast. It did go by very fast. And I agree, I agree with that. It was it was a lot easier to watch than Monday Night Raw. Um, but it was because the in-ring action was good. I thought that Cesaro coming out to challenge Roman just added a little bit of 
interesting factor was going to happen. I kind of figured he was going to fight Jay because, you know, that's how Roman starts all of his feuds <laughs> by making mm-hmm. Jay fight them like 10 times. But yeah, I, I didn't think anything. It wasn't must watch television, but it wasn't hard to watch. There was just nothing of importance that went down tonight. Jesus Christ, do I look that bad? James Roberts, <laughs> just tuned in. WTF happened to you, Glenn? You okay? I literally set this up about 20 minutes before we went on. I did not put thought into how I was going to do this tonight. Listen, I think you look fantastic. I'm just tired. I'm just so tired. I'm sure you are. 10 hour drive and the charging, and yeah. Um, Brian Cyrus, five bucks. Do you think WWE didn't want to go too much with Raw SmackDown knowing it was already going to be a letdown going from the fans at WrestleMania back to no fans? That's a good that's a good possibility, but they always knew that they were going to go back to the Thunderdome. Like, I, it's not like they plan on having fans again, so you should still book around the plans that you made for the next two, three months. You know what I mean? We've been in the Thunderdome for, what, a year, over a year now? <laughs> so it's like we shouldn't be using the fact that there's no fans there to not give us any moments or surprises. They have trained the fans to believe. Like, even when you have no expectations, we are trained by them that the shows after Mania are like a reset and the most important shows of the year. So this is not us exaggerating. They made the Raw and SmackDowns after Mania a big deal. So they they yeah. just failed to deliver. And and it's a little sad because if you think about it, Raw got a bump in the ratings on Monday. So there was some people that tuned in to watch WrestleMania on Peacock that possibly could have came back to see what they're doing on a weekly basis. And I feel like they, they failed to execute a follow-up to WrestleMania for those new eyes on the product. Yeah. No, absolutely. And this is interesting tonight. New Intercontinental Champion Apollo Crews out cutting a promo with Commander Aziz, uh, formerly Davocado, who helped him get the win over Big E and Mania. I'm curious where they're going with this. I mean, I think that I like Apollo's gimmick a lot. I like this character um, a lot and how it's been working. I'm just curious to see what they do with this. Yeah, I'm excited that they put the title on him. It was, I felt like they booked themselves into a corner in that match. I know we talked about it a lot. I felt both of them needed the win. So they put themselves in a situation where, you know, I wanted Biggie to have a long title reign that was significant. But at the same time, Apollo, with this turn, couldn't afford another loss because you would have lost all credibility, especially when he made up the match, which ultimately was just a no DQ match with a fancier name, (laughs) but he made up the match. So I I don't like when you create a speculation match and then you lose it. That doesn't make any sense. So I can see why that happens. I just really, I'm curious to see where they go with Big E from this point, because I do think the feud between them should probably stop at this point. It's been going on for too long. John Cena's bald spot, $2 saying the horrible Raw's finally got to Glenn, and it did. I stopped doing Raw. Yeah. <laughs> had to, had to. Are you happy? Yes. Although it was weird on Monday. It was weird where it's like, I don't have to watch wrestling. I can keep doing work. I'm what like, I was like, what else is on Monday nights? I was like, is Alf still on Mondays? Maybe I'll watch that. Uh, <laughs> you know, do that some back-to-back with MacGyver. Uh, no, look, it, uh, it was nice. I mean, things have just been crazy because I'm going to be so... I'm going to get a better setup going here, but yeah, I'm going to be in transit for the next uh, two months or so. Uh, Finab's 299 saying East is the best. I agree. Thank you. And um, I love this tonight. I love the Street Profits bringing out Bianca Belair. Love yeah. Bianca's victory speech tonight. I thought it was great. And I love what they did with Sasha and how they worked Bailey back into the mix. 
Yeah, um, I really, really love that the Street Profits brought her out. I love what they said before she came out. There's something, and I and I think I tweeted this, Bianca Belair brings something that cannot even be put into words. She's so relatable, so genuine. Like, you just root for her. And it just comes out so naturally. So Someone's no- at my door. Is that you a saw. ghost? Is that a no, ghost? What? Someone's at my I door. I heard a noise. You're in an empty house. Bizarre. Okay, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm myself. I got you. Anyway, so like I was saying, I feel like Bianca Belair has a genuine credibility to herself. And I'm just talking to the chat now because Glenn has ghosts in his brand new house. Um, <laughs> and and there's something about Bianca that just makes you want to root for her. It really makes you just want to be happy for her, cheer for her. The promo that she cut tonight was extremely... It's a show. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, I'm reading your chats, but I cannot highlight them. So we'll wait for Glenn to come back to go through it. He's in his brand new house. The house is empty and he just went to answer the door. This is how scary movies start and you guys know it. Anyways, back to the promo. <laughs> so Bianca was great. He is back. Are you okay? I'm fine. Like, you know what happens? <laughs> so I've forgotten this. You move to a new place and everybody wants to blow you up to be like, Hey, I want to talk to you about security, pest control, you know, uh, landscaping. Like, I was just telling the chat, I was just telling the chat that this is how scary movies start and you're just falling for it. Like, you're going to be the first person that gets killed in the scary movie for going to answer the door. (laughs) So, I I get freaked out and said, So, here's what I did I took the smallest room, I got a Japanese futon. So, it's just on the floor. I've got that set up in there. In the other room, I've just got a beanbag and like a cheap TV with my Nintendo Switch. And uh, I just, you know, I've got what I need to just get by because we're not moving anything in until we paint, fix the floors, just get it up and running, you know? But yeah, right, it's, it's spooky. Right. Like, there's a lot of space. Which you know, is like, why I don't understand. Like, you should have just gotten like a ring um, doorbell. That should have been the first. If you're going to be there by yourself, Glenn, I'm a, I'm, a move, I'm a horror movie buff. You need to call me for these kind of things. Even even when the noise just went, you're like, I'm going to go get that. Glenn, that's dangerous. You don't know I anyone. Know. <laughs> I, you know what I've been watching? I mean, let me digress for a second because we don't got a lot of show to talk about. Now. We have some good stuff. But when we just say <laughs> Vegas YouTube is awesome. And that's part of the reason oh, yeah, why. Is. We moved here, so we watched like Not Leaving Las Vegas, which is like this angry, ranty guy, Steven, who just walks the strip and like does these rant monologues on what's going on in the city. And he does the uh, live streams too. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, who's the one? Pompsy, who just all he does is stays yeah. in hotels and eats a fancy. Yes, and reviews them. And there's like yeah. a couple of his, a couple of his have real tea because he'll be giving you like the real information on, on like the hotels. He just got screwed. I watch, I watch Vegas YouTube probably more than I should. That's my second favorite city. Well, let me so- give a shout out to my realtor. So we went with Las Vegas gal, Lacey Cerrone and Battleborn Steve. Stephen yeah. Carter, who's part of Lacey's group, Las Vegas guy, we discovered that channel. And that was like what got us hyped to move here because Lacey is so great and informative and Steve is so great. And they were just fantastic. So I'm stoked, man. Yeah. And I'm stoked that when things back open back up to be like more part of the community here to go to indie wrestling shows, like to really get involved. But yeah, Vegas YouTube is it's awesome. the best. Like, I, I really be, I'll i sit there and watch the the live streams and i just actually noticed that recently this the strip is looking alive again a little bit you see a little more people like there was a period of time where i was depressed watching it because i was like this is not the vegas that i like to visit like it was depressing but i do i do watch um vegas youtube and and it's entertaining um but i was you missed a couple of super chats by the way but what i was saying is that bianca feels very 
relatable. Like you can't even put into words. She's so, she's so genuine. And the promo that she cut tonight, did you like it? Did you did you get to watch the whole promo? I did, and I thought Bianca is like a million bucks. I loved that she said the. If you would have told me a year ago, yeah, I probably would have said I'm going to be champ. Like the way she did that, was I know, so funny, was so good. She's the perfect mix of a confident baby face. Right, right, and then I love how she tried to hype her um, husband up. Like, was like, get that title back because in this house we were gold, and I was like, yes. That's what made the um, match I- afterwards so much more depressing. I know it was very depressing, but I will say the thing that I appreciated the most was the shout out that she gave to Sasha Banks, how she spoke about how they both made history and what an opponent Sasha was. Because when I finished watching that match, I was so happy for Bianca. I was rooting for Bianca. I just didn't know if they would do it. You know what I mean? You know how we're going to WrestleMania. Are they really going to give us what we want? (laughs) You're always doubtful. But I felt like Sasha put on such an amazing performance that night and to put her over. It was just, I I need to go back and rewatch it, actually. I haven't had the time to rewatch their match. But I just had a lot of respect for her putting Sasha over like that. And then Sasha backstage was just throwing a fit. And then Bailey called her a crybaby. I love all three of them. <laughs> There's so much to do there. And Sasha, that like I mean, she didn't say anything, right? She shouldn't. Sasha should be... Yeah frustrated you know she she told Bianca if you want to fight the best you're gonna have to call me out she she I I thought that she put on that kind of fight at Wrestlemania but she lost her title at Wrestlemania nobody has brought out her Wrestlemania record which I think is going to become a thing maybe on her next storyline for the next Wrestlemania because it's 0-6 at Wrestlemania now so I do think that that's going to come up at some point but I I the Sasha that we know should be this angry. And that's what I expected from her tonight to just come out. And I thought she would interrupt. So I'm glad they let Bianca have her moment as champion and a celebration. But I did expect it an extremely angry Sasha Banks. And that's what we got. Let's talk about this tag match in a second. Bettina Miller, $5, saying, Issa, these boys know what to do when the two soul sisters get together to talk about Roman and Brock Lesnar next week. Why don't you plug out what you're going to be doing on Tina Miller's podcast? So Tina um, needs somebody to kind of pinch hit um, next week. And I told her I would gladly do it. We're so sisters. We have very similar taste in wrestling. So I'm looking forward to speaking to her in her podcast. You guys should go follow her on Twitter and follow her podcast. We're going to be recording next week. Awesome. Man Cave Sessions, $5, saying love having you guys here on a Friday. Glenn, is that your heel Glenn look? Is it, yeah, <laughs> the camera's just up a little bit higher. I'm just looking into it intensely. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I can I was, see your thoughts. This morning, somebody called me and I said, I was like, I drove all night. I'm tired. I'm just getting some sleep. And they just wanted to go on and have a conversation. And I just sort of like shouted. I was like, I need to take a nap. You know, (laughs) I'll be, I'll be very honest with you. You know, I have my YouTube channel. So I've been covering like the entire week of wrestling. And then yesterday I thought was going to be like a slow day for content. And you know, WWE had the releases. So I still had to go live and all that. And I feel, I feel like I'm, borderline burnt out with wrestling so i'm glad there's nothing going on tomorrow i already told everybody when i finish this podcast i'm putting do not disturb on and i'm gonna sleep until i can't sleep anymore <laughs> george devine five dollars and the discussions about glenn's hair are more interesting for all this past week wow we're almost doing really 100 percent, george it was such a bad raw glenn it was so bad yeah, uh, alonzo saying looks like i'm kidnapped and being held hostage that's nice uh it's just it's just dark behind me. You can't see it's the kitchen wall. I, I'll turn on the light, maybe get some light in here. Let me see what I can. Uh, 
He's here. <laughs> he's, you guys are making him walk away. He's going to get killed again. Oh, my God. I'm so worried about him. I cannot wait to for you to remodel the house and then we can see like the updated. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, sir. And like we want to do like some funky stuff uh, in here. I really want like um, you know how a lot of New York restaurants have like those like the walk ups have the bar like at mm -hmm. the window where you can just sort of stand and eat. That's what we want to do instead of doing a kitchen table. We oh, want to like stand cute. and eat. I like that idea. Get, like, yeah, do something like that. I love that. What's it? Uh, Blossom du jour. Uh, is that is hilarious because I'm a yeah. I'm a stand up eater and I think it's because of like the, that's the vibe here. You come in, you order what you want, and you stand. There's never any places to sit. Well, they didn't used to be. Now nobody goes out anymore. Um, yeah. Somebody says you're in the witness protection program on the chat, and that popped yeah. me. <laughs> me. Me and Henry Hill, man. Uh, so Chronos shot two dollars saying Montez ain't sleeping in the house tonight. So they no? built this up so much and. The quote unquote dirty dogs, stupidest tag team name, stupidest tag team title reign. This has been nothing. Uh, these guys took the belts off the Street Profits. Street Profits tonight poised for a big moment and they lose. Yeah, um, I'm not sure why, because there's not a tag team division. Who are the dirty dogs going to face next? What, Ray and Dominic? Yeah. Because that's the only, it makes no sense. And I feel like the street profits are money. And when I was looking at that shot of Bianca standing there, it would have looked so much better if the two of them had their titles. Yeah. Uh, Brett Murphy, $2 saying I should hire JJ Security, LOL. <laughs> uh, no, look, okay, so I'm just calling it now. Street profits are winning those titles at WrestleMania Backlash. That's going to give us the big moment, right? I hate the name WrestleMania Backlash. I Can know. we just call it Backlash? <laughs> they're gonna start calling every pay-per-view is gonna have their name wrestlemania on it like wrestlemania in a cell wrestlemania in the bank <laughs> tables ladders and wrestlemania <laughs> like what is Seriously. this <laughs> and it's branding man um yeah. <laughs> so after the dirty dogs retain their tag team god i hate that i just hate everything about that makes me think of that new kids on the block song or pardon me the nkotb song dirty dogs I haven't heard that in forever. Four phase, yes. I haven't heard um, that in a very, very long time. I don't know why these are the things that stick in my mind. Uh, I, I love it. Your references are why I look forward to doing this show with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Natalia versus Shayna Baszler tonight. Oh, my God. Talk about... Wait, so Natalia wins. I don't even know. Yeah. Are they the baby faces? Because how are you supposed to... Uh, who are we supposed to root for here? I would assume that you're supposed to root for Tamina and Natalia because they're the veterans that are not utilized properly, right? Mm -hmm. But at the yeah. same time, it's like I thought they were heels and and be and Shayna and Naya are heels. I hate everything that they're doing with Shayna Baszler. Like when I go back to her NXT days and how they position her, and she was just so badass and so intimidating. And now everybody's kicking her butt. Like why? Why? Like yeah. I. I they won at WrestleMania, 50-50 booking at its finest. I, I thought this was a singles match. I, I'm very confused by the storyline, and I'm very confused about who are we supposed to root for here. Uh, well, I think it's Tamina and Natalia, right? Because they can argue yeah. that they've been looked over for opportunities, that they've been holding down the women's division, but yet with more competition, you know, why have they still been in the back of the line for these opportunities? Um, and they, I think they, I feel like they were starting to gel in the build to mania. I'm surprised they didn't keep that momentum going. 
So you think they should have won the title at Sam Mania from yeah, Shayna so. and Nia? I think they yeah, were because I mean, Shayna maybe. and Nia breaking up would have been. I mean, that's a money feud. You think so? I think so. Shayna and Nia one on one. I mean, they're both very dominant. Right. But I also feel like because you haven't established a real tag team division in WWE, them dropping the titles to a makeshift tag team when they're the only ones that have a long term, have been tag team together for a long term, then you're finishing, you're breaking off the very last of the tag teams. You know what I mean? I mean, you still have the right squad, but they don't let them win anything, unfortunately. So it drives me crazy. Me too, George. Me too. <laughs> you guys are like freaking me out now. I'm gonna be like, I'm spending the night in the house. I'm just gonna hide under the covers. You know? Can you please just get a ring doorbell? I'm going to just... like there is this oh I can't remember his name. I wish I could remember. There's a locksmith on YouTube in Vegas. He hasn't updated lately, but he had some amazing videos on like home security and whatnot and my wife and i were like we're hiring this guy this is guy's gonna come out put in like our smart locks our ring video doorbell like all of it you know it'll be awesome okay just just be safe yeah. okay just don't just well, don't there's nothing in here door. right now there's nothing in here to steal you know what i mean like don't like if, no it's, if this is a serial killer they don't care about stealing <laughs> no you know that's <laughs> vegas we, we didn't move to the pacific northwest so i don't think vegas is known for uh that as much but who knows? I could be wrong. Uh, there has to be a mega serial killer. I'm going to be messaging you at like 3 a.m. as I'm researching one. Just <laughs> There has to be a serial killer, a Vegas space one. We will one. see. We will see. <laughs> um, so let's talk about that main event tonight uh, with Jey Uso versus Cesaro. And a banger of a match, and it really got going. But of instead of giving us a conclusive end... We've got Seth Rollins showing up, and it's just kind of like, eh, okay, never mind then. We're just back to business as usual. No, Seth hasn't finished business with Cesaro. Or if you if you let Cesaro move on, then what do you do with Seth? I guess no, he's a heel. It's not like he can go for the IC title. I I maybe it's because I'm biased because I really thought they put on such a good match that I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I do think that. Roman and Cesaro will put on a really, really good match between the two of them. Um, they they had a match in that Survivor Series tournament. Remember when Roman won the WWE yeah, yeah, title yeah. and then Sheamus cashed in? I'll never forget that night. Um, but they put on such a good match that night. And that was like before. Roman can do so much more now. I look forward to their match. But I don't. I didn't think, I never thought that set would just be finished with Cesaro that fast. The set feels last a, a minimum of four months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the oh. uh, $5 saying, glad to admit that it was teabag from Retribution, wasn't it? I'm shocked Retribution is still a thing, and those guys... Oh, no, they're the, they're the new Herb business. Did you hear? Oh, really? They broke up the Herb business, and then it was two of the Retribution people. I don't know, teabag and pancakes. I don't know their name, but they came out. <laughs> they that came out. That's like an awesome podcast, teabag and pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> they came out at the end of Raw to like beat up Drew McIntyre because, spoiler alert, Drew McIntyre is your number one contender even though he lost clean at WrestleMania. That's the Raw that you missed, by the way. There you go. There you have it. I don't remember <laughs> what I did on Monday. Probably watching Vegas YouTube, you know? <laughs> Probably. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think 
as the the more that they kept replaying that spot with Seth and Cesaro, I I personally thought then that Seth was gonna come out, and that's what happened. But I think if they were teasing, if they were testing the air to see how people would feel about that feud, I think everybody's ready. I just don't think it should be now. I think that Edge and Daniel Bryan have unfinished business here. I don't see them out of the Roman Reigns storyline yet, but they might be teasing what's next for Roman Reigns after that. I think we see the one-on-one with Roman and Edge that we never got. Whether there's a backlash or SummerSlam, we're going to see it before we see Cesaro. That's just my opinion. There you go. So... Uneventful SmackDown tonight. Yeah, change the more they stay the same. It was it, it it was easy to it was easy to digest, but there was nothing that it was not must watch. You could have skipped it, and that's re- rare to say because Fridays are usually a good show. Yeah. Where was um uh, where was Edge? Where was Daniel Bryan? Where was Big E? Um, you know, Sasha didn't say anything, and I'm not mad at that. I really wanted Bianca to get a moment. But yeah. it just felt like people that were a major point in WrestleMania were not there at all. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, do we want to talk about the cuts that happened yesterday? I was uh, paying attention <sighs> to that right when I was getting to leave. What was it, nine talents? I think it was ten. It was ten. Oh, no. So Samoa Joe. They let go of Samoa Joe. Oh, Mickey James. I, Mickey James, the iconic. Well, Billy Kay. You're paying it? No, no. Okay. Peyton, too. Mm-hmm. Wait, Peyton can also? Oh, wow. Yeah, um, the Iconics, then also Chelsea Green got let go, Calisto, Bo Dallas. Oh, 11, they're saying. Oh, Mojo Raleigh, that's right. I forgot that Mojo got added on later on onto the night. Um, and I'm missing two here. I think it was, I can't remember the names, but it wasn't shocking ones. But to me, the Iconics and Samoa Joe were like especially Billy Kay because they announced Billy Kay before and then they kind of squeezed Peyton Royce in the names like throughout the day. Um I personally thought that they removed Samoa Joe from commentary for an in-ring return. And I feel yeah. stupid. <laughs> like I'm like I'm so stupid for actually believing that. Because I really when they announced the new co- raw commentary team, I was like, oh you know what this means. And and he got released. And I don't I I feel like there's more to the story that we might not know. Maybe he'll do a yeah. tell all like other wrestlers have done after the 90 days are up. Maybe he's able to go back to the ring. Maybe he wants to go back to the ring and they won't let him. I'm not sure. I don't want to speculate, but I just think that that is something. So the fact that Samoa Joe is leaving WWE without ever holding any of the main titles is is how do you do that? How do you mess that up? And he was involved in so many world title feuds. You know, he was involved with AJ Styles. That feud was magic. Remember, he showed up at his house. He did the old Wendy. That is home. I love that feud. His feud with Brock Lesnar, that was gold too. He had the feud with Roman Reigns. He feuded for the main title a few times, and they didn't. Yeah. They just never let him win it. I don't get it. And Billy Kay was heavily <sighs> on TV in recent months. What? She just had a fight at WrestleMania. She yeah, was the- at WrestleMania. Samoa Joe was, yeah, Samoa Joe was out there in a freaking poncho in a thunderstorm. (laughs) Um, Like just two days ago. I don't understand. I don't understand. And like, it will always bother me. Why did they break up the Iconics then? For this? For them to end up getting released at the same time? Because you couldn't push either one of them as a single star? I never thought they should have been single stars. And even if they were, can, you can't push them, keeping them a team. You did that with the yeah. New Day. Coffee Mania happened with the New Day intact. You don't have to break up a tag team for one of them to get a singles push. 
I think there's so much potential they and so many of the other talents have. I mean, this is sad. It's unfortunate, but I think Mickey James is another one. Mickey James feel like they never used her properly. I liked her match with Asuka. Remember when she had that title yeah. match with Asuka at NXT? I thought that was yeah. great. But then in the main roster, I, I, I never thought that they did what they could have with her. And Mickey still looks better than a lot of the current talent. <laughs> so I don't understand why, you know, they didn't do anything with her. I I never liked seeing anybody lose their jobs, you know, but those are probably the most shocking names for me. Bo Dallas, we hadn't seen him in TV in years, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think they said it was when his last match was. Kalisto, we saw him on TV, what, twice backstage hyping up Sasha? Yeah. The only thing that I like to say that is positive is that a couple of years ago when these releases happened, it was very depressing, but now there are options. You can still go and get a, a TV spot on a mainstream channel. Like, you know, they can go to AEW. So it doesn't feel as bad as you did when there was no AEW, when Impact wasn't being mentioned as much as it is now. Ring of Honor is about to pick up. NWA just got that deal with Fight TV. So these guys have options where a few years ago when this day happened, you knew they were just bound to wrestle at indie shows and that was it not anymore they can go and prove themselves elsewhere absolutely john cena's bald spot uh ten dollar <laughs> super chat thank you neither edge or brian deserve a rematch against reigns they got together and pin not many more worse ways to lose in the main event in wrestlemania let them face each other if anything i think that could happen but i think edge versus yeah. Roman is a money match I do too. I do too. But I agree. I, I personally thought that they would face each other at Backlash and then you'll have um, the winner go on to face yeah. Reigns at SummerSlam. Uh, Alonzo Smith recapping Smojo. Oh, there's the rest of the Mojo Dallas, Wesley Blake, Chelsea Green, Billy Kay, and Tucker all released such a shame. What a waste, WWE. Hey, I mean, we just got to hope they go on to bigger and better stuff after this. They definitely deserve it. Yeah, I... I... You never root for that. Yeah, yeah, you never want to see that day. And the fact that they did it exactly a year from when they did it the last time also seems a little bit crappy. And it was it was it was a bus killer for sure after the week they had. Yeah. So hey, my AirPods are dying. He says, "Is there anything else we should hit before we uh, wrap this up here?" No, no, no. I think I think it was it wasn't a very eventful episode of smackdown tonight and hopefully next week we read the reset button and we can you know start new fields and see what happens but i do think cesaro's gonna continue with set for a little bit before we see him face roman yeah we'll see what happens uh so Mm -hmm. tuesday night me isa alfred and i'm back from the cavern uh here gonna be in vegas for a bit so looking forward to nxt on tuesday of course we'll have Wrestling Inc. coverage of Monday Night Raw. I believe it's Raj, Jack Farmer, and Dan St. Germain, which, man, people, you know, talk about an odd couple duo, but I enjoy watching <laughs> Dan and Jack together. Uh, yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be something. So, uh, hey, let's... Glenn, Glenn do up? not be opening the door for strangers. Please make sure um, you lock the door. Don't be running to the door every time somebody knocks on there. Do you have a, do you have a weapon that you can use? I got some like security bars and dowels for the the doors and windows and stuff. So uh, you know, I'll just. Uh, I'm gonna I'll have to. Else. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to get you an Amazon package with like all kinds yeah. of things just to protect you. Jackson counts two ninety nine. So let me go to bed, Jackson. I'm gonna call you and then we will uh, talk. We'll see you tomorrow. Um, apparently, there's a bug on the wall behind me. That's oh not a God. bug. I don't think that's a bug. That a bug? <laughs> Somebody said, "Please kill the bug on the wall behind you." <laughs> What is it? 
What is it? It's like a picture frame hanger or something. The thing uh, up there. Right? <laughs> Alonso just says Dexter Loomis is standing outside your door. <laughs> Shadow uh, the Night. That's awesome. <laughs> Glenn's hands are his weapons. <laughs> you got you this, go. Glenn. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Well, right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Bye, guys. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.